Welcome back to the Off Grid CEO. I'm really excited about today's episode because we're gonna geek out a bit. We're gonna be talking some numbers, but don't worry. If you are brand new to email, this is still gonna be such good insight for you and hopefully really inspiring and motivating and gonna kick you into gear a little bit about going out there, building your own email list and starting to leverage email marketing if you aren't already. Now, this isn't some huge, crazy success story, guys. This is really simple. This is really humble. And we're talking about my little email list of 660 people um, that I've been just gathering organically from Instagram over the past year or so. Having an email list was one of the first things that I did in business. And I really recommend if you do not have your own domain and you do not have a way for people to opt in to your list yet, or you're not emailing them yet, even if you do have people sitting on your list and it's just sitting there stale, guys, this is your sign. Do not put it off any longer. There is nothing stopping you from right now getting your email list started. And you don't need to have a fancy lead magnet to start or something crazy. You can literally just offer the fact that people get onto your list. That's the lead magnet, right? Like the content and the emails that you're going to send them on once they're on your list, like that is enough to encourage people to come and join your list, just like they would come and follow you on Instagram or like they would join your Facebook group. It's another way that they can come and they can connect with you and you can deliver them great content and value on a different platform. So no excuses, go out there and get your list set up today if you haven't already. But what I really wanted to share was just this little email hack, I guess, that I keep in my back pocket. And again, this is nothing new or crazy. It's not something that's never been done before. It's really simple. But the reason that I love it is because it is so powerful. So I'm going to cover a few of the basics first for you around email marketing. So you know what you're kind of listening to. And then I'm going to dive in to give this strategy and this hack away to you and teach you exactly how you can implement it. I'm going to show you my own numbers from what happened when I started using it. And I'm gonna break down an example scenario for you with how this could look for you in real life too. The Off Grid CEO is for the wild women in business, the unstoppable visionaries getting out there and building their own success and dream life. I'm Grace DeBruin, a degree qualified digital marketer, helping you leverage simplicity, structure, and systems to set your business up for long-term success. Okay, so if you are new to email marketing, three really quick metrics we're gonna go over. Open rates is who opens your email. Typically, this is around 20%, but it is very variable depending on your industry and many other factors. Um, 20% is a very rough ball, uh, ballpark figure. Then you've got your click-through. So this is uh, looking at the actual clicks that your email, at uh, the hyperlinks, sorry, in your email, how many people are actually clicking on there. Now, I always like to just try and keep one click per email, depending what I'm sending. Like some of my newsletters, they have more options at the bottom for people to you know, opt into my masterclass or send an application. But typically, you know, anywhere throughout my funnel where I have some fixed emails or if I'm in a fixed launch period, you wanna just have one click on there so that you can actually track uh, what the clicks were leading to. If you've got too many options or you're linking people out to, you know, your social media at the bottom in your footer, like you're not gonna really know where the clicks were going. So that's the second one. And in terms of the average, they're usually around two to 4% for a click-through rate is what you wanna see. Um, but again, it does depend like where your list has come from. Were they cold from ads? Are they really warm people off your Instagram who already know, like, and trust you and they love, you know, 
hearing any content from you and they're going to be the first ones to open and the first people to click. So it really depends on where they've come from, what quality the leads are and so on. Then you've got unsubscribes and unsubscribes are typically under about 1% and you want to actually have some unsubscribes because it's really important to keep your list healthy and that's an episode for another day. But you don't want people on there who aren't engaging. You don't want people on there who don't like what you're saying or don't like what you're putting down. People who are likely to mark you as spam. You just want a list of engaged people who actually want to hear what you've got to say and who engage with your stuff, you know, even if it's not every time, but people who are pretty active in engaging with your emails. So they're the stats that you need to know and you can go cross check that now with your own and see how you're faring. But um, really there are lots of variables, but that is a rough ballpark figure. Now I'm going to give you a little example of this strategy that I use and it is so simple. It is as simple as resending emails. <laughs> so if you're hoping for something big and fancy and uh, crazy, it's not. It's simple. It's as simple as resending an email that you have already sent to people who didn't open it. That's it, that's the strategy. <laughs> and you're gonna see what that strategy can do for you soon. But I'm gonna give you an example of about two months ago. This is just one of the many times that I've leveraged resending. I very rarely have resending in an actual fixed sequence, but I do have it in there sometimes. And an example is I had a promotional sequence going out and there was gonna be a three day break in the middle of that sequence uh, over certain weekends and public holidays and times where I actually intentionally left a break because I, I didn't want the promotion to go for a crazy length of time every single day. And so during that three day uh, break, I had a resend of one of the really powerful emails from the day before and I wanted to make sure that that was being seen by as many people as possible. So whoever had already seen that email from me on you know, the Friday or whatever it was, um, they kind of had the weekend off getting any more emails from me to kind of sit with that and absorb that. But people who didn't open that incredible Friday email, they got a resend you know, over that weekend period because I really wanted as many people to open that as possible. So that's just one example, but I'm gonna share with you about a broadcast example. So a broadcast is where it's not a fixed sequence or campaign people are moving through. It's more just you saying, I'm gonna send an email to a certain segment of my list or maybe all of your list and you send out a one-time broadcast email. All right, so what I did is I have an evergreen webinar. If you don't know, maybe you've been through it before, maybe you haven't, but what you'll find when you are someone who uses webinars in your marketing and your sales strategy, you're never usually gonna hit your webinar you know, first off the bat. You're often gonna redo them, whether you hold them again live or you re-record them as evergreen, but Basically, I had already had about 200 people come through my webinar. I was getting really good results and I was happy with um, the amount of opt-ins and the conversion rate that the opt-in was bringing, but I wanted to recreate it because there were certain things that, you know, I wish I had said slightly differently or things that I wish I could have tightened up. So I went ahead and I redid my webinar. Now comes the broadcast because obviously when you create such a high value training, I wanted to get this out to as many people as possible. So of course, aside from promoting it on social media and other places, um, my email list was the first place that actually got to access this training. So I sent out a normal broadcast. Uh, it went to 431 people. I'm looking at my analytics now on Kartra, which is my email provider, which I love and highly recommend. Um, but I sent out this broadcast of 431 people who hadn't been through my webinar before. 
And basically within there, I had said, you know, what they can expect to learn inside the training. Um, I shared a screenshot of a testimonial from someone who had been through, you know, the very similar previous training. And I basically said, if you want to watch this webinar, you know, you can click this one time um, instant link and it will register you straight away and it will redirect you instantly to the replay. So people knew, okay, if they hit the link, they're going to basically go straight to the replay and get to watch the webinar. So I didn't make them go through a whole nother sign up process. Um, and so what happened when I sent that email, if I click onto my percentages, I had an open rate of 55%, which was amazing. You know, that's more than double um, the kind of averages. And then the actual registration rate, so the click-through and registration rate were the same in this instance because I had that um, instant click. So that was five point, where am I? 5.6% uh, was the registration rate for the webinar. So that was, that was great. You know, I was really happy with that. Um, the unsubscription was only 0.2%. So all was good and well. And basically most people would leave it at, at that, right? They would say, okay, that did well. Um, that's great. And then, you know, perhaps they would wait until the next time where they decide to promote that again. So what I did instead is I gave it about 24 to 36 hours and I went ahead and I resent it to people who didn't open. So to the other 45% of people who didn't open and I just tweaked the headline. So it had a new headline, but the same content inside, which doesn't matter because nobody that you're sending this to has actually opened it anyway. And so I went ahead and resent it and I got another 22% of people to open up um, and another 1.4% of people to actually register. And to take it one step further, I came back in five days and I knew that I still wanted to get to as many of these people as possible. And so I resent it again um, with a new headline uh, five days later and I got 28.6% of people opening and another 1.2% of people actually opting into the webinar. So all in all, I was able to increase um, my initial 237 people who opened up to 374. So I took that open rate from 55% to 87%. And then in terms of people who actually registered for the webinar, it was 24 people and I got it to 33 people. So I got that from 5.5% to 7.7%. So these may seem like small numbers and that's because we're dealing with a small amount of people emailed in the first place, right? Like this went to 430 people, which isn't much in the scheme of things. Um, but knowing that, you know, I had 7.7% of people after emailing just 430 of them, I had 7.7% who actually opted in for my webinar. That was really great. So that's just one um, really simple example. And like I said, I use this quite often, but you don't want to use it, um, you know, all the time. It shouldn't just be like standard practice to resend every single email. You want to be strategic about the ones that you do and don't resend. Um, but what I really wanted to share with you is the power of this at large, because obviously as you start building your list, um, thing, this number is only going to get bigger and bigger. And this is just one example that, you know, was up on my screen. Um, but I wanted to show you if let's say I emailed a thousand people instead of 431, what would this look like? And I want you to think of this from your own lens, right? From your own business. And I want you to think what this could do for you. Okay. 
Because imagine, I don't know where you're at now in your business, but imagine if you had a a well-performing email list that you consistently grew. And imagine if you had, you know, a webinar or an application funnel, or you had some kind of sales system set up that you had predictable conversion rates from, you get to actually predict and really, really understand like how your sales could look just by doing something simple like sending emails. When you have this end-to-end marketing and sales system built, you get that predictability and you get to forecast and project things. And I love this stuff. I don't know if you guys do, but I just wanted to share this example. If let's say if your goal this year was to grow your list to a thousand people, what could that actually look like? So Let's say if I sent this initial email, I sent it to my list of a thousand people and I said, hey, I've got this training for you. I've got this, you know, 45 minute webinar, which is how long mine is. Got a 45 minute webinar. It's a really great value. This is this, this, and this is what you're going to learn, what you're going to take away. I've got this bonus gift for attending, blah, 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 blah. Um, Looking at my initial stats of just the normal open rate that I got, I would have had 550 people open that email out of the thousand. From those 550 people who opened, I would have got 55 of them actually registering for my webinar, okay? So that would be awesome, right? Having 55% 55 people register for your webinar just from sending one email to your list. I mean, hello, that is amazing. Think of, you know, how long it could take you on social media to get those kind of results. So with an average webinar conversion rate of around 4%, sending that one email and getting 55 people opting into your webinar from that one email would have bought two sales from that webinar, right? If your webinar converts at around 4%, that would have been two sales. And if you have a high ticket offer like me, you know, that's over $10,000, $15,000 locked in from one email, driving people to a pre-recorded webinar and then through a pre-written email sequence, right? That is is mind-blowing if you ask me the fact that you can spend this time building out a simple funnel in your business you can test it you can tweak it and then you know something as simple as if i go and send an email i can make two sales (laughs) right and it's not going to be you know a perfect um result like that every time because obviously this was this was a high vibe high momentum sending people a brand new training and of course you're going to get a degree of uh, exhaustion in your list from people who have seen it already or people who aren't interested but that's why you keep building your list in the meantime right but imagine sending one email getting 55 people watching a training and then making you know ten to fifteen thousand dollars in sales or whatever your offer is priced at making two sales of that how would that feel And then let's say that you went and implemented this little resend hack and you just went and resent the email. If I had, you know, those exact same stats that I already achieved sending it to 431 people, but if I sent it to a thousand people and got the same results, what would happen is it would now be 870 people who would have opened my emails because I was able to bump that rate up. Instead of just 55 registering for the webinar, I would have got 77 people registering for my webinar, which at the same 4% conversion rate would have brought in three sales, right? Instead of two. So by literally resending the exact same email, I could have made one extra sale, right? Another six, seven, eight thousand dollars or maybe for you it's only two or three thousand dollars, whatever your offer is priced at. I want you to think how powerful that is as you see how this can kind of snowball and have this really big effect over time as it builds up. And so 
there's two big things to take away, right? One, if you're not building a list and if you're not emailing them and if you're not giving attention and focus to your email list like you do for your Instagram or your podcast or whatever else, what are you doing? Seriously, come ask me for help if you need help. I will personally take my time to help you get set up on email because it is so powerful. Number two, this is the power of having a funnel, right? Of having, no matter if it's a webinar or just an application, no matter you know what your funnel looks like, you have a predictable marketing and sales system that can take an audience member, convert them into a lead, and then convert them into a sale. And when you keep building data, because you keep putting people through the same system and you keep tweaking it and testing it and mastering it and scaling it, you have predictability and you can make these projections. And how amazing would it feel to say, I know if I send an email to my list or if I hit resend on this, I can make another sale. I can make another five grand today, right? How would that feel? Because this is the reality for so many other business owners like myself who leverage email marketing and who leverage having a funnel and having this kind of mastery mindset and approach to our business of, yes, knowing our numbers and crunching numbers and geeking out over them sometimes and, you know, plugging things into spreadsheets and seeing, you know, what would happen if I did this? What would happen if I did that? Right. It's powerful. And so my biggest advice to you today, besides from obviously building an email list and building a funnel and all of those things, which, you know, take time. And of course, if you want help with this, like come into Ready, Set, Scale, pop an application in. It's my 12 month program where we help you do all of this. But if nothing else, I want you to see the power in leveraging a bit of that masculinity into your business in knowing your numbers, in having a bit of strategy and a bit of, you know, data there to back you up and and looking at the numbers and, you know, planning and doing these things, because that is what can bring you so much success. And maybe this is a really different way that you haven't thought of besides from, you know, just showing up on Instagram and having good energy and all of those things like that's super important. But imagine if you had some solid systems to support you underneath. So you have predictability and that you can make these kind of projections and you can make these decisions and you can invest your time into platforms like email marketing or into creating things like webinars or writing an email campaign and then actually spending the time to test it and tweak it and master it because you know the predictable and the consistent results that it can bring for you. So I hope that's been an inspiring or little eye opener for you today. Any questions come across to my Instagram. I hold a podcast after party where you can basically come and ask me any question about this podcast. And I will share a personal answer just for you to help you to actually implement everything that you learn here. If you are interested in learning more about Ready, Set, Scale, hit the application bottom in the show notes and you can have a chat to me. We'll have a look at your goals, your business needs, and I can share some more about the program with you. And that is all for this week. Thank you so much for being part of this episode. I hope to see you all emailing very soon. Otherwise, I will catch you in episode six next week. 